when can we start greeting one another with a holy kiss again in the church? Actually, يعني since last June, we, we said people can greet one another in, in the church. سؤال بالعربي أنا عارف إن هدفنا كلنا نوصل للسماء ونبقى دائما بنقدم شخص المسيح. لكن أكيد ربنا اللي هدف شخص في حياة كل واحد إزاي أعرف ده؟ وهل ده الوقت محدد عشان أعرفه زي ما أنا قلت إن في اللي هو الجنرال إرادة الله العامة وإرادة الله الخاص كل ما الواحد يكون أمين في إرادة الله العامة ربنا هيعلن له إرادة الخاصة وهدفه الخاص لكن لو ربنا مثلا عايزك تسامح وانت مش عايز تسامح طب ربنا ليه هيعلن ليك إرادته الخاص ما انت مش عايز تسامح لكن لو انت فعلا يعني سامحت لو بتصلي لو محافظ على قانونك الروحي الإرادة العامة ربنا هيعلن لك رده الخاص I feel like I am not doing everything I can in the service How do I know if I am serving God through my kids correctly My kids I think in Sunday school يعني. You need actually to think why you are not doing everything in, in the service. Is it because your limitation, you are limited in time and or because of laziness? And also you need to share this with your spiritual father. And be specific because I'm not doing everything is a very very general. Like you can say for example, I'm not doing visitation. I'm not uh, reading enough to prepare my lessons. I am not praying for my uh, kids in Sunday school. I am not doing. Be specific, and discuss with your spiritual father or is Abuna who is in charge of Sunday school service, and then Abuna can help you to figure out how to be more faithful in your uh, service. What do I do if I think my parents? want me to have an arranged marriage. There are four ways to choose your spouse. Uh, and the best way to choose your spouse is first to uh, find somebody and you get attracted to this person with your heart and then your mind and your reason and your logic when you apply the six principles that I mentioned will actually confirm this choice. So here the heart and the mind approve that this is the right person for you. But sometimes this is not the option. So the second option which is good, not bad is to arrange marriage, to see the right person, a godly person who actually fear God and you can find her in him or her all the characteristics that you are looking for in your spouse and then you can pursue this. Yes, here you did not have the attraction in the beginning but through mind and logic and reason you find the right person. That's the second way. The first and second way are good, not bad. Both of them are good. The third and fourth way are the worst. 
the third way and you get attracted to somebody then your mind and your reason and your parents and your abuna and your friends tell you this is the wrong person but you still because of the attraction make follow and pursue this decision and after three four years you will get divorced actually it's a sad reality and you can ask the fathers here it's a sad reality because we make the decisions based on our emotions only not on our hearts not on our mind and without praying and without listening to the advice and counsel of many people so the first one there is both emotion and reason second one reason and both are good third one emotions only fourth one no emotion no reason you want to get the green card so you marry someone your heart disapprove and your mind disapprove but you marry this person just to get the green card so no mind and no 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 reason and no heart that's definitely the worst and it happens by the way so يعني, arranged marriage is not bad will the rapture happen before after in the middle of great tribulation the rapture happen after great tribulation and let me read with you quickly two references from the scripture the first reference from first Thessalonians chapter 4 if you don't know what rapture is rapture when people will be caught up to meet the Lord on the cloud that's what rapture is in the Protestant theology rapture happened before great tribulation and that's why there is a series called the left behind so after the people will be caught up those who are left behind to see to to face the great tribulation but this is not what the Bible teaches in first Thessalonians chapter 4 St. Paul said from verse 15 for this we say to you by the word of the Lord that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep so for example if God comes right now we who are still alive will not precede those who departed what will happen for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with the shout with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first so the Lord with the last trumpet and the Lord will descend the dead will rise first then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together that's the rapture shall we caught up together with them with the risen in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and thus we shall be always with the Lord that's the first reference so it, it, the rapture at the end of the days in the second coming of Christ not before the great tribulation the second reference in Matthew chapter 24 verse 29 immediately after the tribulation of those days after the tribulation of those days so this after the tribulation then he said the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give light etc etc and then he will say 
the sign of the Son of Man will appear. Then in verse 40, after the tribulation, you will say, two will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. That is rapture. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. So, here in Matthew, he said, after the great tribulation, one will be taken and the other left. That's the rapture. So, rapture will happen after the great tribulation, not before. Are gay people born gay? No. There is no one scientific or medical evidence states so. So, they are not born so. What is the point of judgment day for the people who are dead? Don't they already know where they are going? Okay. If somebody committed a crime and then the police arrested him, put him in a jail, then he will face a trial. And in the trial, actually, he will have opportunity to defend himself and there will be another sentence. So when we die, and the angels take us to the paradise or take the wicked to uh, Hades. This doesn't mean the trial is done. It is like the police arresting somebody, putting him in a jail. But in the last day will be the court, the, the trial, in which God will give each one according to his deeds, whether good or bad. Thoughts on people who are homosexual but do not act on their instincts. Homosexuality is like any sin, like anger, like uh, lying. So as long as I recognize it as a sin and I fight it, and I am living in repentance, then God will accept me. So let me speak about lying, for example. I want to differentiate between a person who comes and say, lying is normal. And you should accept me as a liar. And we should welcome the liars. And if one wants to lie, we should encourage him and support him. Can you accept this? No. But if a person comes and says, I am attacked and tempted with lying, I'm struggling, I rise and I fall and rise and I fall in, in, in this sin, the church will support him, pray for him, and God actually will accept him. So, the problem with the homosexual is not they are homosexual. That's not the problem. The problem they want to make it as normal. It is not, not normal. It is sin. And we need to fight it as any sin. Is surrogacy a sin? Surrogacy means you use the uterus of another mother to carry the, the baby for nine months and then will be taken to, uh, to, to given, the baby will be given to his parents. Uh, the church does not support surrogacy because the, the attachment between the mother and the, the child start from, you know, the womb of the mother. Is cosmetic surgery a sin? It depends. If it is done for just pure cosmetic reason, we, we, we should 
focus more on the glory of the Spirit. As St. Paul said, and St. Peter also, don't let your adornment is external. But if the cosmetic surgery is done for health reasons, or for example, a, per a person who had burn and he has to do some cosmetic surgery, nothing wrong with this. So it has to be taken within the context. Does the will of God include punishment? Punishment is consequence of our sins. God said to Adam, if you eat from this tree, then you shall surely die. So it is not the will of God that we perish or be punished. But if we choose not to follow his will, then there will be consequence for not following his will. If God's will is sovereign and we cannot change anything outside of God's will, then do we have free will? I think you missed my point. I said when we speak about the will of God, there is sovereign will of God and there is prescriptive will of God. You, you did not mention, yeah, you did not actually focus on the prescriptive will of God. And I give example for the sovereign will of God, like crucifixion, to die for the salvation of the world. This is the will of God, it will be done no matter what. But when I spoke about the prescriptive will of God, I said, God give you commandment as he gave to Adam and Eve, but the free will of them choose not to follow the will of God and to eat from the forbidden tree. So you need to think about both sovereign and prescriptive. If we go off God's way and return to him, will his will show and how can we see it during hardship? Yes, God always wants to let us know his will. So if we return back to him, definitely he will reveal his will to us and he will help us to see it even during hardship. St. Paul was against the will of God and later on he returned to God and he knew the will of God in his life. I am currently applying to medical school and things have been rough. I am unsure if God's will for me is medicine or something else. How do I know? How do I know? Do I try again next year or look for something else? Apply the six principles and you will be able to figure it out. Uh, I, I cannot, because close the doors doesn't mean this is not the will of God. It can be obscure, as I said. So listen again to the lecture tie down the six uh, principles, apply them to your life, and we will pray for you that God may guide you to do his will. I remember when I was in high school, and after I finished high school and before applying for college, I went to Baramos Monastery to take uh, some days retreat. So uh, I asked one of the monks there, please pray for me because I want to enter medical school. So he shocked me by his answer. He told me, no, I will not pray that you enter the medical school, but I will pray 
to enter the college that will make you closer to God. So that's the right answer that he told me at that time. What if I am not able to tell if something is God's will or not? Let us say I'm waiting on a certain decision and I don't know if God wants to happen or not. Again, Habibi, as I said, apply the six principles and at the end, if you are confused, wait. If you have to make a decision, then since you are sincerely uh, seeking the will of God, make the decision that is يعني, clear to you. Maybe that is the will of God more than any other option. And pursue it. And don't be afraid. Even if you made a mistake, God will continue to guide you. If you know someone who is lost, how could we bring them back to our faith? It depends on what kind is lost. Maybe you are seeing here, uh, bring him back to our faith like an atheist or he denied his faith. Okay. But number one, pray for him. Find opportunity to talk to him. And depend on what kind of lost sheep he is, how to help him. For example, addicts do not enable them. Atheists try to show them the glory of God in, in their life. Uh, and through some discussions, uh, you can help them. But at the end, it is their choice to accept or to reject uh, returning back to God. Am I obligated to follow my parents' biases? I said in the lecture, no. But I said, listen to the advice. At the end, you make your own decisions according to the will of God. If someone constantly refused to go with the will of God, how can we help them to see the ways of God and bring them back? God made a rule in Galatians. What? person sows he will reap. Sometimes we intervene to stop this divine rule. So he do something wrong and we try to spare him the consequences of his wrong actions. That's why he continued to do what's wrong. So like the prodigal son, the father did not send him money, did not send him food. If the father sent him money or food, he would never return. So he let him suffer the consequences. And then this actually suffering the consequences of his wrong decision made him return back to his father's house. That's what we say, do not enable them. Let them suffer the, if, if somebody refuses to do the will of God, then he will suffer because of his wrong choice. Let them suffer and pray for them, they will return back the Lord. How to differentiate between God's sovereign will and God taking away free will. God will never take away the free will from us. In anything pertaining to you, it's your free will. Even in the salvation, it's your free will to accept the salvation of the Lord or, or, or to reject it. But his sovereign will is to, to save the, the whole world. So what I'm trying to say, 
anything pertaining to you, it is your choice, it's your free will. Anything pertaining to the whole world together, it's pertaining to God. How do I accept God's will for me gracefully and happily if it's against my will? If you trust Him and you know that He's well better than your will, whatever He chooses to you on the long run is better than what you choose to yourself. The church history, the Bible, the story in the Bible tells us what we choose for ourselves is worse than what God chooses for us. Have confidence in the love of God toward you. In the rise of our church who comes first, St. Stephen or St. Mark, in the verses of symbol or hiddenness or intercession, actually in the commemoration of the saints in the divine liturgy, you can find St. Stephen comes first. In St. Basil liturgy, in the commemoration of the saints, we say, and Saint John the forerunner, Baptist and Martyr, Saint Stephen the Archdeacon and Proto-Martyr, the Beholder of God's Evangelist, Mark and the Holy Apostle and Martyr. So, if in the commemoration of Saint, Saint Stephen came first, then in symbols or hiddenness or intercession, Saint Stephen should come before Saint Mark. I think my dad has depression, but he doesn't talk to any of us, so I don't know what to do. If he has depression, then he needs professional help. And as his son, you can actually go and talk to him in, in a sincere and genuine and humble way and pray before you talk to him that he may listen to you and just seek professional help. And, and may God grant him healing and gladden his heart. How do I know if the relationship I am in is centered with God? Is it bringing you closer to God or taking you away from God? Uh, ask also your spiritual father and give him some details about the relationship. Is it tempting to fall in sins? So uh, discuss it with your spiritual father. He can help you with some details. How did you know it was God's will for you to be a monk? Did you have second thoughts after you took the final decision? Or as soon as you decided you never looked back? Are you asking me? Actually, one of my favorite verses in the last psalm of the first hour of the Ikbaya uh, caused me to know the way in which I should walk for I lifted up my soul to you. And this was my prayer for a very long time. And for me personally, uh, God sent me several, several messages to assure me that this is His will for me. And, and thank God I, I, I never had other thoughts about uh, yeah, the decision to become a monk. How do I do if I serve and regularly go to church but still fear far from Christ? You need actually 
to walk in the fear of God. I was talking with the fathers yesterday while we were doing some visitation and I, I said, many people right now, they come to the church, maybe serve in Sunday school, but they don't walk in the fear of God. So once they leave the church, they live in the world uh, according to the values of the world. Walking in the fear of God is the beginning of the wisdom. Consider that God is watching over you all the time. Stand, can you think that you are standing before God in the last day and you are giving account of your stewardship? What do you do? What would you do? So walk in the fear of God. This will help you. How can I help my brother who is drowning in sin when I cannot help myself to begin with? There is no other prescription than what you know. Pray for yourself and pray for him and ask him to consider if his life is taken right now. Again, the fear of God. If his life is, is taken right now, where he is going to go? Where he is going to spend the eternal life? Is it worth Nana to lose the eternal life just for the pleasure of a moment? As an Jude in his letter said, some others was fear. So install the fear of God in your heart and in his heart. About the Judgment Day question, does this mean someone in Hades can, after Judgment Day, end up in heaven? No, because angels will not take a person to Hades unless definitely he is a sinner. But what level of punishment he will get in Hades, or what crowns he will receive, this will be determined in the Judgment Day. Because in, in, there are degrees in heavens, if in heaven and there are degrees also of punishment in hands and in, in hell. Sorry. There is a claim saying that the Bible never mentioned homosexual and that the real verse is man shall not lay with boy, implying that this is condemning pedophilia, not homosexuality, and that it was changed later. What do you have to say about this? Actually some people asked me this question and I answered and we went actually to the origin of the word and in the Hebrew, in the Old Testament and also in the New Testament and this claim is wrong and you can find the answer uh, under question and answers under scops.org so this claim is wrong they're just trying to find any way to, to justify homosexuality Are all people, good or bad, going to be in Hades? No. Good will go to paradise, bad will go to Hades until the judgment day. What is the church view on adoption? A child, church is not against adoption. Is not against adoption. How do I kill anger inside of me? Again, prayer. And you, know you need to learn how to manage your anger. Uh, anger is a reaction 
to your interpretation of the situation, not to the action of others. See what are the reasons of anger, maybe pride, maybe love of control, maybe insecurity. So see what is the reason of anger inside you and uh, try to manage it through the grace of God. Are tattoos okay? No, they are not okay. They are forbidden by the scripture in Leviticus, in the book of Leviticus. Is it wrong for men to have long hair? Yes, it's written in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. What is the view of our church on birth control? Any birth control that at the end has abortion, abortion means destruction of a fertilized ova, it is wrong. Any birth control that has, yeah, birth control can work either way. To prevent fertilization of an ova or to destroy a fertilized ova. Destruction of fertilized ova is sin, but to avoid the fertilization of ova is not sin. Glory be to God forever and ever.